PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespodiso. Previously on Cinema Crespodiso. Welcome to Cinema Crespodiso, our second episode ever. Pretty sweet. Uh, I love the improvements to the studio. Thank you. you. We were talking beforehand. You were the first first guest in this studio. Oh, things One day in the future. His his laptop will turn back. (laughs) Yes, we are recording, Chris. (laughs) All right, laptop, let us continue. It's really great because it, it, uh, it goes by movies, seriously. Yeah. Terminator 2, The Pinball Machine. Yeah. One of my favorites of all time. Terminator 3, terrible. Yeah, there's a Terminator 3 one also. <laughs> it's awful. That's hysterical. And I'm like, wow, it's it's true to form. Yeah, they were, <laughs> it took inspiration from the actual art. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. We're going to half-ass this. You see, in my line of work, when you say Benny, I think Benedict. I think eggs of Benedict Fry. In my line of work, when you say Benny's, I think the, the little little greenies, the little the poppers, the uh, up and goes, the get, go and get ems. I told Trey he should do like an R&B version of it if you want a, a nice long one hey Chris Crespo radio show everybody likes it listen to his shit Welcome to Cinema Crespo Diesel. Oh snap, what's up? Welcome to episode 319 of Cinema Crespo Diesel. I'm your host, Chris Crespo, chilling in the Crespo Diesel studio with Drew Sakagba and Drew. So I got a question for you, Chris. I have an answer for you. When you say, oh snap, like, is that a cue? Am I supposed to snap then? That's very... Like, or... It's very 90s of me. I just... I'm just a little bit confused. <laughs> Back in all. the day, to get people's attention verbally, because this is considered rude to do that. Well, maybe in a, so in go, a restaurant setting. So you go, oh, snap. And then people go, what? What was that? And then that's how you get their attention. That tracks. Doesn't that track? Okay. Remember sure. remember sure. when people used to shake hands at the end? You would use your top two fingers, uh, and, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, uh-huh. can we do I'm it? Not, can we do oh, it? Hang on. <laughs> no, hang that was weak. No, 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 see. You, you, you got to <laughs> get the right force. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're out of practice. I think maybe if lick our finger, that's gross. No, I ain't licking my fingers. No. Uh, I read a novelization of Encino Man when I was in middle school that I got from my Scholastic Books uh, catalog. And yes, I know it's a very confusing sentence for uh, most millennials. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> a novelization <laughs> of Encino Man that I got from my Scholastic and uh, my Scholastic catalog. Do they still catalog. have Scholastic book fairs? I think they still do. And um, they described the, the, that snapping thing that that uh, Pauly Shore did mm-hmm. with um, uh, Samwise Gamgee, yeah. and they kept referring to it as they uh, one hand snapped. That's how it was referred to in the book. No, the one hand. That's what it sounds like. Snap. It's like it's a, it's a very awkward description of what they did repeatedly throughout. That and they put it in the book every time they said it. It was ridiculous. You're sick, Hagrid. You should. You should. Uh, you should read it. No, I shouldn't. Here's your threat that sounds, update. That sounds like a waste of time. Current threat level is crimson. Your thoughts are under threat. With us, first time guest uh, from the What's the Fuss podcast, as well as his own show, DNA. He's got a uh, concert to promote, uh, uh, a live show to promote here, and as well, we're just going to hang out and talk about pop culture, entertainment, and whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 
Rap Harry, how's it going, Rap? Hey guys, I'm I'm so elated to be here. Good to see you, dude. How you doing, buddy? A, a, a such high serotonin levels. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. They're dumping into all the dopamine in your brain. It's just it, it, like it just like the lobes are swelling with nothing but happy. There like, you go. Yes, thank you for asking. It's, so, it's so what you're stellar. saying is you're on ecstasy. Yeah, <laughs> natural, natural life ecstasy is what that is. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's the time release. That's really what's important. Time release does help. We don't want it all at the exact all same time. No, no, God, no. You need it all to trickle through. Yeah, no. That's how you end up with the uh, the depleted reserves uh-huh. afterwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. you're zombified, yeah. walking around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're in but, our 30s. But we before, can do, yeah. but before all of that, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy, you want the ride there? You want the ride to depletion? Mm-hmm. That's it's uh, fun. It's, that, it's a good ride. That's true. Chicagoans' uh, mo. It's uh, do it all now, right away. And then, and then deal with it later. Consequences later. Yeah, consequences later. You know, it's like screw it. Consequences. I mean, hopefully, if you're lucky, you'll just die. You won't have to worry about it. That's anymore. the thing, though. You're still here. So how are how those consequences? It hurts. <laughs> I see this guy. I see this guy hobbling up to our front door every day like uh, old man Gandalf before uh-huh. he got uh, thrown off the yeah. cliff and turned into Gandalf the White. I mean, oh. I, I think the correct word is perpetual depression. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think Gandalf had perpetual depression. That's yes. why he was smoking on that pipe the whole after, time. After a while, the, oh. sa- the, the same amount of serotonin just doesn't come back. That's, that is well, I think, that's why you're chasing the dragon. See, like, the whole, like if you find purpose, it doesn't matter how much your situation sucks. Because mm. if you have passion and purpose, like every nothing else matters. And who you know said it best? James Hetfield. Nothing else matters. Black album. This is true. Yes. Go. So when, when you quote the great James Hetfield, I have to agree with quote you. Quote until they stole quote, quote all the his great. music. I'm not sure if any man has ever said that. When you say they, do you mean us, the people, when we, we stole all we, music through Napster? We we destroyed everything with Napster. <laughs> we did. Let's... And Kazaa. You guys remember yeah. Kazaa? And LimeWire. Kazaa! Like, LimeWire. We just we I was actually everything. A, a scour guy. Scour? Oh, really? Oh, you were, you were on some... You were on another level. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I was just scour. Okay, sure. In UCF, dorms, huh? T1 line. Oh, dude. Using all that So internet. much MP3. How, how old were you when you were in college? Uh, 18. So oh. this is the year 2000, 2001. Oh, uh, nice. So and I that's went when from you were like, in college? Yeah, so I went from oh. dial-up to uh, like super high speed, and then I'll hear Scour. I was like, all right. Oh, I'll, my yeah. God. I'll take all the music. Give it to me. All. Are like, you, have you, like? have you listened all to it? it? No, no, but I want it. So I had Winamp. And I was using oh, Winamp yeah. to keep track of all my yeah. books. the llama's ass, Matt. And uh, at the end, at the bottom, it tells you the data, how mm-hmm. much, how long your playlist is, how much music you have how, in how there. How many months? I had not months, years. I had days. I had several days, like of a playlist. So I put all the music yeah. on there and just let it play straight through. It would take four or five days to get through all of it. It was like mm-hmm. a terabyte worth. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Something stupid that yeah. I shouldn't have had because I didn't pay for none of it. And, and well, stealing is wrong. You got to pay for your art. So I'm, I'm, well, most of it, you got to pay for most of your Well, it, it's fascinating about that is is how you we after Napster and mm-hmm. all that, and then and then we moved forward to what the new monetization of your craft and art was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was it really. Let's face it, it sucked for a while there. It, it's been all devalued and, because it was so uh, ubiquitous, and well, then yeah, yeah. Well, now yeah. it's if you're if you come out with a great song or an amazing creation of any kind, and it goes on YouTube and gets a gajillion hits, mm-hmm. well then Lexus will pay you a gajillion dollars to do their advertisement or the new superhero but, movie. Yeah. Like it's just the the game has metamorphosized. It's become in, your best hope for actually uh, monetizing any sort of like that's why uh i am now working busily very hard on many a whole album of songs oh that's gonna 
purposefully sounds like it, it's it fits purposefully for like per- perfectly for a car commercial or uh, a bank commercial. Maybe. So you're gonna put out a commercial album. I'm putting out a Wait, commercial are just, album. Are you using the sexy Crespo voice to like endorse things? Yes, I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm, ladies, I want to show you my Ferrari. Yeah. And, then, and then you're like, oh, he's talking about his penis, but I'm actually like, no, I'm actually no, talking Ferrari. about Ferrari. And then I send the music oh, that's to Ferrari. Genius. Yes, that's why. And if that doesn't work, then I replace their, all the Ferraris with babies, and then I sell it to the Christian audience. And then, nice. Uh, and then I can become a huge Christian music star. Yeah, that's I actually mean, still. I think Christian are they still making money? There's that's still a, a oh, strong uh, audience. Definitely. There. Well, yeah, the, the fascinating. I lived that life. Have you ever grown up in private school, homeschool life with all the Christian music? Uh, private school, yes, absolutely. I so, played drums in my uh, middle metal? school. Uh, Christian metal. Listen to a lot of Christian metal, and I played drums in my youth group. So uh, you know, uh, audio Christian adrenaline. Group. Oh my god, I, that name sounds so familiar. Yes, isn't that a, uh, a musical, 90s musical group? Audio, Audio Adrenaline, have you... That, uh, name, that, that name is like striking like a bell. In my yeah, uh, there's this song, uh, I, it's called Mighty Good Leader, I think, mm-hmm. off their Underdog album. Of it is, course. It is the Mighty happiest song leader. ever. Oh, my, all right, well, let, let's look at it. Let's see up. if you can find it, Chris. Let's see if I can find it. Come on, uh, Spotify. Hold on. Uh, but the, the the main lyric is a mighty good leader is on the way. He's the only one God who's gonna save the day. Like, <laughs> like, but so, it's like it's so the Superman. It, but it, it's, but <laughs> you know how Audio Adrenaline were a lot harder. They came out with this underdog album, and it was like rock pop, and it was fantastic. Do you know the 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 name of the album? What was the song? Underdog. Underdog. And the name the, it's the first track on there. They have a bunch of their albums, but I don't know if they have all of them. There, there should be one don't. called Underdog. 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 First track, Mighty Good Leader. Alright, this is all in the name of Jesus. Praise him. Praise him, Drew. Tell me you can't listen to this driving to the beach. Especially, I cannot listen to this drug No, especially in the 90s. This okay, came, in the this, 90s, yes. Now, no. This oh, my out, God. This album was from 1999. The, the chorus is wonderful. Pop rock for Jesus. It's very 90s. Very late 90s. Oh, it's so wonderful. And it also sounds like a car commercial. Oh, God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Help us on and the way. Yes. Triple A commercial. <laughs> uh, All state. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell this is... Yeah. I can see this in any sort of commercial. It's so poppy and happy. Mighty leaders on the way, Drew. Do, do you know what the best part of this whole Saddam thing Hussein? is? My my mom. Oh, Saddam. Well, Saddam. He had his part in history. You know, he he did his part. <laughs> everyone everyone has their part, Drew. What about your mom? No, she's gonna be so elated to hear. Just be like, oh my god, you played the Christian rock. You oh, are, you're not a complete monster. I, I you know. More. Have you ever have you heard of mortification? Wait, did they come out around Petra? Uh, I think around the same time, but Petra was more like your glam rock version, like your white snake version of Christian oh, metal. Were they ever? Right? Yeah, that's Petra. Oh my god, Petra were insane. Mortification. Did you like Newsboys? Is... No, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Newsboys, DC Talk, new of them, did not. No, uh, here we go. No, here, it's, this is a classic song. Uh, author album, Scrolls of the Megaloth. There's a lot of references to like uh, Old Testament stuff because it's. Do they talk metal. about like the Book of Enoch and all that? They probably do. They have a lot but of. You, they're I, from Australia. I guarantee you can't understand what they're saying. You, they, that's why they provide the lyrics and the liner notes. That helps. 
Right is here. it like guttural I'll just, rock? I'll step ahead a bit. Here we go. Hold on. I'm I'm so oh I'm so here for this. Metal. And this is for <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, metal yes. for Jesus. This so, is for Jesus. It, it's so for Jesus. Okay. Oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> and this is all from the '90s. Satan's music for Jesus. It's so good. Uh, let me see if I can find. There's one. Have you ever, um, like, been just going through at night and? <laughs> yeah, Drew's oh Drew's 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 I know what's it. going on. You got it. You're safe. Have you ever heard the Christian hip hop station? Yo, they got some bangers. Like the Christian hip hop station. They're just like, yo, who's this? I, actually, I was listening to uh, 91 Font. Yeah, WPRK. I was listening to a college show, and I heard a song. I was like, that was a pretty good song. They shazammed it. And then I listened to the song again. I was like, this is a Christian song, man. Yeah. And it was good. Hip Hop for Jesus. It was a good song. Yeah, but that's been around for a while. Hip Hop for Jesus. Hip DC My talk. cousins knew about a lot of that stuff. And POD? Do we, POD do, did start as a Christian POD group. Got absolutely. Uh, do you remember T-Bone? I do remember T-Bone. You remember T-Bone? I can't because believe Because my, my cousins, yeah, he my was... cousins were very much into that, so they hooked me up with that. Um, T-Bone. You know, um, who was it? They're still around, Under Oath. Uh, they stopped touring. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they did their final show here in Florida, Because actually. now they're all like in their 40s or whatever, but when they started, and it's on Spotify, their first two albums are like these, all their songs are seven to ten minute, minutes long, metal opuses, and they're all very, very much for Jesus. Oh, yeah, and yeah. they're very sober. Were they not sober? I no, mean, no, no, I, I'm saying did under stop, oath. Did they like, stop being sober? No, 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 I'm saying, like, under oath, like, a, a huge tenant of, like, who they were was not only uh, oh, uh, faith, like but also straight, straight edge. edge very living. much so. Yes. Yeah, that oh, was... Man, that's why their pits were so intense for those kids. because the fun they, out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why they were so pent up and so angry. Yeah, it's like, guys, have a drink or get laid or something. Yeah, instead of uh, moshing it up, maybe uh, smoke a joint and relax, man. Mm-hmm. Look, I get it. I was, I was 21 years ago. Very, oh, very yeah. I did straight edge for a little bit it uh it, it made me insufferable <laughs> yeah like yeah like yeah, like think, think think about think about me now but like extra with no edge off it was just it was it was, mm. it was terrible yeah, it's like someone give this guy a joint so we can relax that's yeah, how, just, that's just, how like, it works just smoke this yeah everything will be fine everything is cool bro <laughs> but then when you listen to uh, scrolls in the megaloth like no way man not even for jesus they have a song i think it's called jesus saves or god rules they have a song called god rules i'm sure there's you have to have at least and it's few. like a minute long. i'm sure there's stoner rock for jesus out there there's Somebody smoking weed for the Lord. There's communists for Jesus. Oh, there's everything for yeah. Jesus. Jews for Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah. Everyone loves Jesus, except for the people that don't. There's a band called uh, Living Sacrifice. Oh, I'm That's sorry. like a legitimately good uh, metal band from the late 90s that continued to put out albums periodically into the, into the 2000s. And I actually saw them live downtown at the at the time it was a sapphire suburb club now it's a, mm. a social mm. and uh it was a packed little uh audience like for a midday show uh and there was like three bands open for them one of the bands was a band called ludicrous which they they were from atlanta called ludicrous but came not out, came out at the exact same time as ludicrous and uh since ludicrous obviously got was much more popular than their little christian band uh they changed their name to norma jean <gasps> so that was that uh, you saw norma jean that was, that was the first time norma jean. yes that was the first time i saw norma jean and it was pretty much the same band like, they just kept changing singers every album so wait wait, wait wait so so i've seen know, them like four times you know the chariot 
the band, the chair. Yeah, uh, yeah. I never got into them for so, some reason. So you you liked Norma Jean, but you because didn't... I saw them. Okay, because I saw them. So you saw them before they were Norma Jean. Yeah, and they did a, the type of set oh where like when the set God. started, everyone was just standing like, oh yeah, these guys are good. We don't know who they are, so we're listening. And then by the end of the set, everyone was like into their music and like dancing around and stuff. So they put on a really good show. I remember good enough that I was like, I gotta look these guys. No, up. I mean, Norma Jean are bananas. They, yeah. I, man, I haven't listened to them in a while, but they, but that was another one where after over each album they kept changing and with each, with each album I was getting further and further away from what I was liking about it but you know bands evolve it's cool I prefer, I prefer that than when bands stay the same and, and sound the same album after album you know? oh what so you don't like Pennywise then no not really I, I mean they're fine live. Pennywise I saw them live Pennywise is fine like I'd see Pennywise, I'd see Pennywise. They, they found a sound and fucking stuck with it it's like um, the Ramones like, that's fine that's fine like every Pennywise album Listen is me. just another penny like it's, it is. It's okay. the same thing over doesn't, again. Doesn't mean I gotta like it. Doesn't mean I gotta like Do you, it. That's fine. Can I throw out an obscure one? Uh, Between the Buried and Me? They're not obscure. They're obscure as fuck. Oh my the god. We're, no, we're like, fans how many? Okay. We, we, uh, the, uh, we saw them do colors yeah, live, uh, front to back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the Parallax, too. Like, it, like, j- j- Parallax is good. I enjoy it. My Parallax. god. Like, uh, I, I believe it's uh, the Parallax, too. The colors the, are still my favorite. Though. Yeah. The, the, the first uh, one that starts off with, like, it, it starts out really, really light. And the obviously, the whole theme is being lost in the spaceship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, the only, because they only do concept albums. Yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, the just Yeah, 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 yeah. Between um, Burmese is great. We've seen them several times. Yeah. I took You saw them live? Yeah, number was one. It, was it like times. witnessing gods before you? Well, yeah, that's yeah, the, that's the, the thing. Co- the colors, the colors tour at the social. Oh wait, wait, oh, sorry. Like you have to let my my brain's lagging. I'm still on dial up. Okay, <laughs> but you, so wait, you saw them for the colors album? Yes, yeah. And that Holy was like our second or third time. Shit. Yeah, they, was it incredible? It yeah, because they just played it front to back. They just showed up and started playing, and then like the third song in, we're like, we're like, they're doing, they're, they're doing, they're, doing it. It. they're just playing colors. We're with Johnny the Hater. Johnny's yeah. like, they're doing it. I gotta go. He's, He's like an old man. He runs yeah, to the pit. I'm going. Out. You have to. Uh, first time I saw them was at the. Uh, hard rock and I took Johnny we actually went to see a different band which were album opening. were they at that point at that point that was they were torn in support of Alaska <gasps> and uh, I, I, I had already that seen first, them too that first track on Alaska like yeah uh, All Bodies I think it's the oh name my they're so good God. but I saw them before for the album before that one that had Mordecai on it I saw them tour for Holy that shit. and I was like oh man these guys are really good and then they just kept getting better mm. I took Johnny to see him Johnny wasn't into him he didn't really give Alaska a good listen the album Alaska that, was incredible that's a thing but he wasn't from the album before he wasn't too into him we went into the hard rock he walks in there the hard rock sound is perfect they're playing amazingly and he was just like so blown away by their music he became a fan how he, could you not he be? went from non-fan to fan yeah. from that performance and then uh, we went and saw Colors it was at the social a very yeah, intimate place uh, we oh, walked yeah. out of there we had to like pick up our faces off the ground <laughs> oh absolutely yeah, yeah, they had melted it was, it was wild proper and, melting and, like they did Colors start to finish left stage so they could take a break yeah they came out to like three or four songs off of Alaska yeah. and uh, the Silent Circus. That's the name okay. of that album. And then I haven't seen them since then because it's like this was so good. I don't want to taint it. I don't. I don't, I don't want them to do that. I'm fine. I got. I got a. If you, I got colors live at the social. I got color, I'm happy. I got colors I, live at the social. I can die. And then I had the DVD of their live performance that came oh, nice. with the album, so uh, I can just watch that. And I go, yeah. I'm all those drums those drums are crazy the thing that I love about them is like you didn't like that album every album is a different band 
Every album, they, um, their albums do change. They're like that they like are it's just evolving. Each, like, I mean, they, I feel they, like Colors for me is just their apex. Yes. Oh, but, but it's it's like if you didn't like this album, you might like these other ones because mm-hmm. they do something new and beautiful That's on true. each. And it, so it's just like that, you, that you is know. true. They do give you something different, so you can at least Every go time. And, and and check. Uh, man, Drew, how many times do you even know? That's the thing. I've seen so many bands what? now. How many times have you seen them? And well, between the Buried and Me. Seen them with at Mastodon. Le- at least oh, you saw Mastodon? Dude, we've seen so many. You've seen Dillinger? We saw. We saw Mastodon once again at the social. They opened for Clutch. Yeah, we saw them went for Clutch. That, that was, wow. that, that's that how was on the remission. Mastodon. That was on the remission tour. That, that was, was before, their first album. That was before they blew up. You have insane street cred. That's when March of the Fire Ants was their biggest song. Yeah. <laughs> my ears rang for three days after that concert. Oh, it was, it it was brutal. Uh, one of my favorites was at the House of Blues. This was like 2004. Dillinger Escape Plan was the headliner, but they brought with them Every Time I Die. Yeah. Zayo. Wow, you saw, yeah, that was a good one. Zayosin was there? Zayo. No, Zayo. Oh, Zayo. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Which is, speaking of Christian uh, rock, Zayo, they were, yeah. they've always been for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but then they're also like Guar in that I don't think they have a single member of the band that's like an original member of right. Zayo. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty incredible, actually, how uh, they've changed members so often that albeit the singer they have now has been like the singer for like eighty percent of their albums, but still it's like I don't know. It's well, I mean, Norma Jean changed up their lead singer so often. Every uh, time, three, it, I believe for me it became uh, my own personal joke. Kill Switch, Kill Switch Kill does Switch it too. Changed. Well, when they yeah, one of the changes they made when they got the guy from uh, Blood Has Been Shed, and then they put out that one album that came out in 2001, 2002. before or after they covered Holy Diver. Well, it was with that singer, but it was before. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah that, that took that band to oh, the next uh, level. They became so popular. I can't think of that guy's name. The uh, black animals dude, the as leaders. Dude. Saw them at the beach. You saw yeah. animals yeah. as leaders? That was for Between yeah. the Bird and Me. They opened I'm, for Between the yes. Bird and Me, didn't what? they? Yeah, they wait, opened. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait. You saw both of them at the same time. And I'll yeah. tell you what, Ryan, I would have died. I would have <laughs> just I'll exploded. It was, it was slightly disappointing because the sound at the beach room it's sucks. It's not that good. Uh, yeah. It's not like seeing it at Hard no. Rock. And it was it's a muddy sound. And anything that's really bassy does not work at the beach room because they're not set unless up for it, concerts un- like Unless that. it's hip-hop. Hip-hop's decent. Because they're set up for yeah. that because it's a nightclub, not a concert exactly. venue. And they never fixed it. So that's why I refuse to go to shows there. I stopped going to shows because I saw those two bands there. And I was like, I can't, I can't hear what's going on. It's, it's all muddy. I, so, uh, so yes, we did see them. Yeah. Uh, Do you know so. I was at the show. That was for the down that has Kefo on it. The, I uh, uh, things are second album. The social I got to so, see. I love the social. Uh, I got to see Foxy Shazam. Foxy Shazam. I don't know them. Uh, you you would if you played the song. Oh, it's one of those. Things? Yeah. yeah. What's a what's a Foxy Shazam song that, that everyone knows? Uh, if you were to put in Foxy Shazam, I like it. So, well, we know the chorus specifically. Oh, you will. True. Anything? Mm. This was big for half a year in 2012. Oh, yeah? No, that's why. 2012. Okay. Oh, so it's a while ago. Okay, so in 2012, it was this crazy little British, like, Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction haircut gangle Mm -hmm. that wrote a song about his affinity for African-American women's posteriors. Okay. And it blew up for, like, six months. 
And everyone that like fell in love with this song and listened to the album and then listened to their back discography yeah. for one year became super fans of Foxy Sazam. Oh, okay. And all the ones before, and mainly 80% of it was the new ones that were there to see this get performed, yeah. all went completely ballistic in the social at the peak of that song. Oh, wow. And it was, it was amazing because, I mean, you only heard a couple seconds of it, but, you yeah. know, it was... Yeah, I don't want to get sued. You know. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair enough. So, like, you, you get a, a gist for it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the band's lead singer was this, like... 80 pound spindly little British looking gangle mm-hmm. with the Uma Thurman mm-hmm. from with like a, a, a little Pierre mustache <laughs> yeah. and just jumping about the stage. And what he would do is he would take out an entire pack of cigarettes, okay. light them all up, and then eat them and then continue to perform. All right, there you go. Very Gigi Allen of them. That sounds like fun. Well, with less poop. Well, I'm far less. Yes. Oh, no one will on. ever have more poop. We don't need the poop. We or can, or we, blood. We can do without the poop. That's for yeah, sure. We, well, I mean, the blood's fine. It's blood's the fine. poop. The, it's the, blood's the poop. Fine. Yeah. Well, the, blood, the, the, the poo specifically smells. I mean, yes. The blood just got a bit of a mineral sense in the air. Wow, your show is so awesome. We covered Christian rock yes. and Gigi Allen. That's what like, we do. My God. God, that's what we do. You're that's, so good at cause, this because that's what people, have, fans of cinema, crispy. So come here specifically for that. All the great movie news, like Zayo mm-hmm. and uh, the time we saw every time I die. That was awesome. The, oh man, uh, you know what? We should start the show. Drusa Cogburn. Where can people find you online? At Antihero419, Facebook and Instagram. Damn straight. Crespity so on Instagram for us and uh, Drusa Cogburn on Twitter. Follow that fake account. Where can people find you online? You can find me at ryperry.com to see my yep. illustration work. You can find me on Facebook at ryperry. And if you really want to mess up your news feed, Do you it. can join Disclaimers Not Apologies. Yes, and there may or may not be a podcast. There may or may not? There may or may not be. At this point, you're not sure? Well, like, all I've heard is that the guy that hosts it has an art degree and has no idea what he's talking about politics. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying there. So if you go to the Facebook group, there may be some There there may be a podcast. And there may be an episode or two where I'm on that people could probably check out. Perhaps. Perhaps. There could be. There could be there. It's a possibility. They could be there. You got to go and find out, though, for yourself. It's available. Oh, and there may or may not be a charity event. Friday at 8 o'clock at West End. There you go. This Friday. Yes. What's the specific date on that one? February? Well, potentially if there was a podcast and a benefit concert, it would be at West End this Friday, February 22nd 22nd. at 8 o'clock, where there will be a flurry buffet, potentially of different uh, acts, performers, Mm -hmm. musical. uh, People may or may not put nails in their face to feed the kids. Oh, we've seen one of those before. Yeah, yeah, you you know who's going to be there. There may or may not be a rope demonstration for how to... Rope tricks? Like lassoing? Like... Lassoing? Like think rope bunny as in leather. Okay. So uh, someone in leather doing rope lasso tricks. It's right, very the much the one where sexual. they spin the circle and then they do the no foot, like think think, think way out. more sexual. Think way more sexual. So with the boobs hanging out while they go in and out, in and out, in and out. She Come might. On. I mean, it's, that's it's, it's for it's for her to do her thing. I want a nude uh, lassoer. I want a nude yes. lady trying to lasso uh, a bull. Not a bull. That's way too dangerous. Uh, I mean, small, it's, it's Friday. Cow. We can see what we can yeah. do. A miniature cow. Yeah, but everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a house cow. House cow. I want a, I want a new lady to lasso a house cow. Can we get one of those? I 
I mean, by Friday, I can see what I can do. All right. If it's potentially happening. <laughs> if but, it's, if it but like, if this fall. event was happening mm-hmm. February 22nd, mm-hmm. Friday at 8 o'clock yep. at the West End Trading Co. in Sanford. For charity. Yeah, it would it would not only be for charity, but there's there's another little chestnut. MAGAs, Marxists, Democrats, conservatives, liberals, and caps, they're all coming together for this. And there may or may not be some fascinating dialogue and shit posting on, on a, a potential... Facebook site. No, oh yeah, they're talking about the uh, the group. Yes, yes, like you know, should anyone really want to mess up their news feed? Just if, disclaimers, if, not apologies. I mean, it's there for people if they want to or not. You don't. Well, have yeah, to like, it. but the thing is, is there's there's two kinds of people. There's the ones that have notifications on and off, and it really, yeah. Like uh, that, I mean, yeah. You you decide your oh. own level of involvement in Fight Club. You <laughs> so, know, those are two kinds of people. Yeah, notifications on. And notifications off. There's also uh, the follows and then the unfollows. Oh, because you we, can you can like but unfollow. Well, we we we're a closed group because like what we do is you know controversial at mm-hmm. the level of which we get into things. Mm-hmm. But uh, our our favorite thing to do is if we're too much and someone really sends me like a scathing inbox, what I'll do is I'll take the quote. And then I will put it in front of a sunset background and I'll put like a really nice font and then I'll tag it to the top and be like someone left and we all get to enjoy it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Very open with the, uh, I like, that's a, that's a fun move. Well, this administration Why? believes in transparency. Why bother with the messaging? Just leave the group. I don't understand. But, but see, I that's, gotta, I gotta, Crespo, you just said it. You just said it. <laughs> like, like right there. Like that is everything. <laughs> yes. So crazy. Like no, I've got, they have to have a piece of my mind first. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh god damn, get over yourselves. That's a problem with the uh, the books of the faces. People take themselves too seriously, right? True. Right. Well, if you want the attention, I'll give it to you, <laughs> honey. I'll make memes about it. Like you'll get, get memed. Yeah, it's just like if you want the attention, like we're we're ready to give it to you. True. Have you been memed yet? You've been parodied, but have you been memed? I don't know. You've been Twitter parodied. I don't know. Check my Twitter account. Have check I your Twitter memed? account. See if you've been. Well, maybe. Well, check check, my, check the not my fake Twitter account that does a better job of being me than I ever the, did. The official, unofficial actress of You've parody been memed. Twitter. I've seen you memed before. I've been memed. Uh oh. Yeah. What have I been memed? That's not good. I've been memed? I mean myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I mean myself. See, but it lands. But, but that yeah. works. So you've, you've you, been you memed. Did it. it doesn't matter oh, if you do you. it yourself. Yeah. It gets the likes. It gets the reacts. It gets the heart bubbles. That's true. You right? know? I, I should throw Drew's face on a couple of... Uh, maybe I have already. Have you done? Have you memed me, Chris? Maybe I have memed you. Has it happened? You. Maybe. I mean... I'm, I will. If I have <laughs> I will. I'll make sure to meme you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Meme. He's gonna meme you. <laughs> it's a meme. It's a noun. But it, the it's way a grandma verb, it's a meme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a meme. I'm gonna meme you. You ready to get memed? I'm ready. All right. Well, I'll meme you in the second half. But first, uh, all right. So if this thing happens, maybe at the West End, possibly for charity, people can if they want to go to that thing. Yeah. And if they want to, maybe perhaps there's a Facebook group that they can get more information. Potentially. About. Potentially, if they want to. Yes. Screw up their Facebook feeds or news feeds, or they could also just uh, still like it, check it out, and then uh, hit. It may or may not show up in Google with Libsyn, and you may or may not be able to hit the play button and hear the pontifications of an art student that thinks they know what they're talking about with politics. Hey, if it's Libsyn, where's the consin for the the conservative podcast? You know what I'm talking about? It's all a liberal... Uh, media agenda. circus agenda to oh, push I'm, their their the mm-hmm. gay route. No, no, no. Anti Crespo, I talk about it every day. The liberal agenda is very simple: turn us all into pansexual fish people with health care. And I'm not I'm not going to let it happen. I don't mind the fish people part. <laughs> does, that mean I, does that mean I get gills? I can swim yeah, underwater. Yeah, just like yeah, exactly. Wait, and I and I get health care. 
This actually sounds do you, like a do you remember, bad idea. Do you remember Zelda 64? <laughs> yes. Do you remember the Zoras? Yes. Like, that's the liberals' ultimate agenda. Which We're all... The Zoras? I the, remember the, the, the Zoras. fish people? The, the, like, super sleek, like, dolphin-y stingray fish people? Oh, I'm not... I'm blanking on that one. Oh, I remember, just, just I remember, playing, like, I remember just, playing the game. If you, but, if you type yeah. in... Like, it'll, it'll instantly come back to you. Type in uh, Zora Zelda 64. I and like Zora. Z O R A. Yeah, Zora Zelda. As in, like Neil Hurston. This is this is the liberal agenda's like final final uh, push. Zora Zelda. Zora Zelda. Zoros. Okay, I'm sorry. The Zora recurring race of aquatic folk. Yes, if you type in images, it'll instantly come into your mind. All Just right, like hit hit images, and you'll be uh, like. For some I reason remember. though, I don't remember that though. I played the game. I don't remember that. Uh... Because you saw it in like sixty four bit so, like polygonal yeah, people. It's like... also been twenty years since I played the game. Possibly. Oh my god! Yeah, when we were running through Hyrule Field. Yeah, mid mid to late nineties. My god! Oh, do you remember? Do you remember when? Um, Mario for 64 came out. Yeah. That that completely changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mario continues to do that. The Mario Odyssey is uh, right. Oh, that's it's a, that's incredible. a new one. Now. People are loving it's that game. Absolutely. And, and the Switch the Switch is a hit. Nintendo's almost back on top practically, Drew. Almost. Tried, they almost those? died. The, they almost did. They almost they lost. They almost it. died. Switch was almost their last uh, they've been around since the 1880s, Nintendo. They started as a uh, a company that did, you know, uh, cardboard games. Let's really, yeah. yeah. Wait, eighteen eighteen? Yeah, eighteen eighties. Oh, eighteen eighties. Yeah, so late nineteenth like, century. Yeah, but the, the Nintendo's been around since uh, you know in Japan. I don't think their name wasn't Nintendo back. Did then, you see? Because the same company. I mean, obviously, we we experienced some of the same stuff out on the news feeds, but it was about like a year and a half ago, mm. and it was like Nintendo's new product, and it was like these like cardboard things that you like assembled together and you yes. could like play and I was just like is that what we're doing now? I'm yes, like it okay. Is. Oh was yeah, like, what is that? It is it's it's meant for kids. Yeah. It like it you make I'm, the cardboard thing and then it you put the controller in it away. It's, it's so like you can make like a fishing play rod a cardboard game. or other things. Yeah. But it's it it's to extend the controller base suit for other things, and I guess cardboard's a oh, so it's like because it's like the Wii, how it's all motion sensor, exactly. But, but you, you can build, build something onto it so you can have the sensation of so like, before you sink like 800 hours staring at a video game, you built this cardboard thing, and your mom's like, okay, well, if you had to build the controller, I guess it's a little, you know. a little something tangible yeah. that you have to do, like I when, when I can appreciate that, like, like parents that, um you know, raise their kids on tablet or YouTube. Yeah. I make no judgment. It's like, how many years ago was it just like, well, she's, uh, she won't go to sleep. Like, just give her some liquor, yeah, you her, know? Give her the laudanum. Yeah, laudanum. yeah exactly. You having know? trouble sleeping? Laudanum on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, we would just drug, heroin. yeah, we would just drug our children. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you put them in front of a little glowing rectangle that's teaching them things, that's expanding their For mind, sure. that's why you have 11 year olds coming up being like, do you know about the earthquake that's going to hit China that they're not telling us about? You know, and it's just like, Oh yeah, well it's bad when you're gonna red pill little kids, and then they're like, you have twelve year olds being like, you know about the reptilians? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Like, oh listen, kid, you should, uh, you should ten, stop yeah. watching Alex Jones, please. Eight, child. Eight, 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 Go back to Save by the Bell. This was this was uh, this was about three years ago, mm -hmm. uh, maybe two and a half, and we had to uh, we had to watch a kid because mm -hmm. our his mom got into a car accident like mm -hmm. right up the road, mm -hmm. so his grandma was like, yo, can you watch the kid? 
And um, I was sitting there, and he was like, he had his he had his tablet, mm-hmm. and he's like, we didn't go to the moon. And all of my emotions and sadness is a product of being manipulated by overlords that have us in a simulation. This was a ten-year-old well, with a tablet. Right. No, and yes, simulation I can I can get with. Uh, but the moon thing, I mean, that's been proven. Yeah, we went there. Right, we've been there. It happened. The footage was fake, so that's mm-hmm. why. Correct. That's why all that we've talked about this so many times with the well, Stanley you, you Kubrick guys, filming you, the footage. So wait, you guys are aware that the Earth is flat, right? The Earth. They're at this fight, but it's being held up by a round moon. See, okay, so you get it. The moon's on the other side. Okay. And then we're just seeing... And then the moon's as long as you seeing, guys know. It's, it's a series of mirrors that are set yeah. up by the turtle people. So it looks well, like there, that there's, there's yeah. a, a moon in, in sky, uh, a sun traversing through the sky, but really it's just a, a series of optical illusions okay, so you set get up it. by the... Uh, Project Blue Beam, yes. CERN, and the, Pro- the black holes in the Mayan calendar. Right, all, it all ties together. Yeah. <laughs> and DARPA's making with the, the man... Aliens. Yeah, with the ancient aliens. It all ties in, they guys. They set up Yellowstone uh-huh. to explode yeah. every <laughs> 600,000 years. No. <laughs> terraforming, terraforming Earth to make Your it more like awesome. Planet X. Bigfoot. Uh, we're, the fake, we're the real Planet X. Yeah, Bigfoot. Yeah. Turn us into a bunch of Bigfoots. Yeah. Or were we Bigfoots? And then the Bigfoots are trying to warn us exactly. about the impending and, and let's, let's doom, face it. doom apocalypse. If you don't know, if, if Nibiru wasn't in your web history in 2011, mm. you're one of the lizard people. Yeah, you're done for. It's, yeah. already, it's already too late. Yeah. They live with a documentary. <laughs> it's really bad, actually. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go down a whole different road there. <laughs> just no, just ruin the whole show. Yeah, you know, just ruin the whole show. Almost. There's no need to. We're just going to make a hard right turn. Well, you did say you wanted to talk about stuff we've been watching. Yes. So, you know what? I need a drink. We're going to take Can a I quick... get you one? No, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. So I can hit save. So, so you can make his own. So I can hit save. I don't know if I'm going to make a drink or what I'm going to do. I still have a bit of an afternoon in front of me. Are you going to smoke a cigarette? Yes. All right, so we're going to get that out of the way. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about people. We're going to talk about Drew and I we're saw... We're going to talk about people? We're going to talk about people first. And then, no, we've been talking about people. Now we're going to move on. We're going to talk about how we saw Destroyer. Things? We're going to talk about how we saw Alita Battle Angel. And we're going to give our review of that in 3D. The third dimension. We you guys talk. saw it in 3D? In the 3D. We saw nice. it in that third dimension. Also yeah. in RPX. Well, that was a mistake. Thanks, asshole. That was a mistake, so we're going to... You were much more forgiving in the moment. You know, I you was. Have to, you I was. Think about it now. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to talk about how... It's for emphasis, uh, Chris. Did I talk about Mining the Gap last week? Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to talk about that. You Mined the Gap. Because that was last week. Instead, I'm going to talk about these John Grant albums I've been listening to. Then I'll find out what you guys have been watching and listening mm-hmm. to and stuff like that, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll be a second half of the show. All right, yep. so, so,
we all back. What a break. What a fantastic break. We're all energized, recharged. It got me a Dasani sparkling lime. Mm. That so looks amazing. Bubbles, so many bubbles. Oh, man. That's why I said I have water sparkling still. I, I, people make mistakes. Hey, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all good. We're here, baby. Uh, I, I did want to say I watched last night the NBA All-Star Slam Dunk Contest, and it was garbage. What garbage? It was boring. I'm, I'm, all they did was drag people out there and jump over them. All they did was jumping over people now. So I, stupid. I, I was under the Wait, impression what? that all the all-star nonsense has been garbage since day one. Nah, no. Uh, there's been there's been past years where slam dunk competitions have been straight fire. And this year was hot garbage. So can can someone who doesn't know ask? So is this where you run and jump on the trampoline? Or <laughs> oh, like... man, I wish. They should add trampolines and, and bigger hoops. No, it's uh, no trampolines involved. Okay. It's just pure human leg strength gentlemen doing individual dunks so how do you win and like how it's many all about do st- in a row? style points and, and there p- are judges people draping their balls all over the tops of people's heads yes pretty much uh, one guy had Shaq stand in front of the hoop and then he ran and jumped in over Shaq and then dunked it and draped his balls right on his head yeah, they, whoa, they like whoa, whoa, skimmed wait, wait. the top yep. of his head yep. wait he he physically leapt over propelled himself yes. over Shaq yes. the human we all know mm-hmm. yes and then proceeded to drop a basketball. To, to stuff it into, Violently into a hoop. To the point where his elbow was on the rim and then he was hanging. So he fisted the ball. So, so he, he fisted, so, the, he fisted so, the... So he ball-draped Shaq and then fisted, fisted the ball. Fisted the hoop up to his elbow. Did he get elbow. messed up? Because wow. that, that seems like it would hurt. It Man. looks painful, yes. But no, Man. he hung it and he was swinging back and forth. And he pulled with his other arm. He pulled open his uh, jersey and he had a Superman shirt underneath it. And everyone cheered. And then he won. Because it was the best dunk. Everyone else, someone they brought out uh, uh, looked like an old airplane, like a Wright Brothers airplane. And then a bunch of dudes that looked like Tuskegee Airmen stood around the airplane, and then he jumped at an angle over the airplane and, and did a basic dunk. But like his legs hit the wing and broke the wing. <laughs> That's metal. <laughs> it was silly. It was crazy. On paper, it sounds better. Another. Oh, he also wore like a uh, like a Tuskegee Airmen like cap and goggles and and a scarf. Like he was flying. Yeah. Wait, like like the Rocketeer. Yeah, like or like oh Snoopy, uh, the great uh, the shoot, fighting the Red Baron. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, man. Uh, that was maybe the third best dunk. And it wasn't even that See, good. I would have. I, I like. I never watch anything. Mm-hmm. So for something to captivate me enough to actually pay attention actually to sit it, sit down and watch it. Yeah, like what yeah. you're what you're laying out. I'm like, yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll even endure the the. the I think the, the highlights are better than actually sitting down and watching the actual event. Because okay, it was, just go on YouTube in, and watch the highlights. In the past, it was better. Yeah, just what you're YouTube. describing sounds yeah. absolutely wonderful. Just watch the clip package, set to cool music, and, and it's better than what I did was actually watch it live like an idiot. I should have watched the movie or something. Mm-hmm. So I blew it. NBA All-Star Good Slam Dunk Contest. You blew it. Chris Crespo, I blew it. Look up Aaron Gordon, Orlando okay. Magic. He did it a couple years ago where he had stuff was out there with him and stuff got on a, uh, like one of those, they call them hovercraft, the, 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 the hover, what are the, you know, those things, the wheels that are on the board. A skateboard? But it's not. It's, like, it's electric. They call them hoverboards, hovercrafts, but they're not. 
don't know. What oh, about. you you mean the ones that you can? No, uh, exactly. So so they 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 hover, but they don't physically touch. Yeah, the ground. no, but they do touch the ground though because they have wheels. Uh, remember, Drew Atlanta, the the Asian guy, he was on him <laughs> when it uh, pans back and he's and he's rolls backwards. Oh, Those rolly wheel things. Okay. Mike Tyson was on one, yeah, and, and he, he wiped out hard. and busted his ass. Yeah. That rolly thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, so stuff got out there. He was on those rolly things. Got in front of the rim, uh, in front of the basket. Just started spinning in three sixty, holding the basketball in the air, and then Aaron Gordon ran by and jumped and grabbed it and did a spin and had his hand. It was amazing. Watch the slow motion. Like, holy crap, that's an amazing dunk. Nothing so, like that happened. So this last can night. be YouTube. Oh yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. You've everything just, can be YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Everything. Everything can be YouTube. Be YouTube. History uh, you, go can to YouTube. Go to YouTube. NBA All Star Dunk. Super Secret Birthday Party featuring Christopher Walken. Yes. Yeah, so if you do a YouTube search for a Super Secret Birthday Party featuring Christopher Walken, you'll find something very, very special. <laughs> very special. Yeah. Jazz. No, you will. Oh, you'll love it. No, you will. Yeah. You'll be you'll you'll be amazed at what you Your find. Your mind will be blown. Your mind will be blown into many little pieces. So I saw that. Uh, Drew and I went saw a movie called Destroyer. Starring Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. and uh, in which she plays a detective, police detective, who hardened detective. Har- a hardened police detective who's such would be life. her way, and yes, and she is uh, tracking down a uh, an old uh, gang uh, leader, Toby Kebbell, played by Toby Kebbell. Yeah, so she was, and then it cuts back and forth. So it's two stories. It's the story of her looking for someone. She's saying this guy, what's his name, uh, Silas, 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 Silas is back. I'm looking for Silas. And then it cuts back and forth between that and when she's a younger FBI agent uh, placed inside of a, uh, a gang. Well, like Run by names. the same guy. Run Silas. by the same guy. Yeah. Run by Silas. And then it's like about her and her partner and how they were going to, there's uh the gang was going to like rob a bank and all that stuff. And so it's telling that story at the same time as the story of her older looking for this dude who's supposed to be back in town. Uh, so it's kind of an investigative, right? Mm-hmm. Detective yeah. story. Yep. It's, you know, her going to one character and be like, hey, hey, character A, where's character B? Oh, you're not going to tell me? Let me, Let me beat you, you up. face with a gun. Let me hit you. Okay, now where's character B? Okay, go up to character B. Hey, character B, where's character C? Mm-hmm. Oh, over there? Okay, so it's just going down the line looking for people. Uh, more of a style mood piece, I think, than anything for the actual uh, plot itself. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> is it is it like The Departed meets Magnolia? A little bit, with a much smaller budget. Well, yeah. but, but like, ish? Yeah, in terms of like, well, it's funny you say Magnolia. This is a very L.A. movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It I, is I very know. Los Angeles when you say Magnolia okay. because it's like, I mean, purposefully, it's like, let's get so many of these shots. Even that one scene where they ran, the characters were running for no reason other than to end up in view of like uh, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> so the scene can end with them looking over at Dodger Stadium. So yep. it's so L.A., this movie. Uh, okay. Actually, I think it's really cool. Um no, it's very much like a contained story. Just a handful of characters. Nicole Kidman, obviously, being the main character, going through this underbelly of a. She sounds like criminals. she'd be fantastic. She is great in it. You know, it's very much a role where she, she gets she to, gets like, monsterified. Yeah, she gets to be uh, an ugly type of person, both physically and emotionally and morally. Morally, you know, she does makes questionable decisions. She's a bad parent and all this stuff. She's the you know, it's I can see why she did it. It seemed like a fun, despite it not being like a fun movie or a fun character. Well, it seemed like a fun thing for her to be able to. Yeah, to look be at a kind of uh, Kevin Bacon in Sleepers. Holy shit! Yeah, exactly. And then Kevin it was Bacon's like, had a chance over the years to do all the. You know, but like to play that role and then come back and like, oh, we just love when you said "fuck you" in Tremors. Oh, you know, like forever you will. You like, gotta see him in. Uh, he's such a douchebag in Super. 
uh, James Gunn's super. Uh, he's the bad guy in that one. Remember yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard tale he of is, his performance. He is such a, an evil asshole, and yet so charming. Oh, do, so do you know? Likeable. Do you know who is a, a fun bad guy? The Italian job, Edward Norton. Edward Norton, yeah. Edward Norton was such a fantastic bad guy. He, he was probably the best of, part of that movie. Speaking of Edward Norton being Speaking a bad of Edward Norton, yeah, it's a bad guy. <laughs> we'll talk about Alita in a minute. Uh, but Destroyer, I thought it was a good movie. I liked it very much. I'm surprised that it doesn't have a wider release. It only came out in like 200 theaters. Yep. And how much money did it make? Uh, $1.49 million. Point, Is that good? No, you, it's not good because it's been playing since like So it's going to be a cult classic? I think so. It'll be these, the type of thing where people discover it <laughs> well, on Amazon find, exactly. or Netflix or whatever. It'll so, be found. So do you eventually. think like 10, 20 years from now, it's like, my God. I don't, maybe not to that level because it's not that good. But okay. then we never know. You never know what time in history what movies get forgotten. Well, what you said, ones. not that good. Not to the point where I think in 20 years people are like, what well, is it well, acting, you know. casting? Like, where where did it fail? I don't, it, I, like, I, it's I failed don't a it, hard word. I don't think it failed. No, it okay. didn't fail. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I just don't think it's, it's not a modern classic. It okay. Did, it didn't okay. elevate the genre, you know. Uh, it's a crime movie. It's got good acting. It's a tight little story. Is uh, it Blade Runner ish? No, no. Is it Minority Report ish? Is no. it AI ish? There's, no, there's no sci-fi. There's no, there's no sci-fi. No, there's whatsoever. no sci-fi whatsoever. It's more noir. It's more. Oh wait, what? Am, wait, she's like a cyborg. Or you're still. You're, we have not moved on to uh, <laughs> Battle Angel yet. Oh god, we're still on Destroyer. We're yes. Still talking okay, about Destroyer. <laughs> okay, sorry to ruin your show. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so it's it's not like Magnolia and The Departed. It's very much an LA like it's, remove. It's, it's like Heat. But uh, oh, with okay. far, far less characters. With, 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 okay. With one character. Three, yeah, with one person. It's like, it's like you take heat, but instead of following all these cops and all these robbers, we're going to follow this Nicole one Kidman. cop and this is one robber. Yeah. So I'm assuming that the... Yeah, just Nicole Kidman, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So is her character so awful that you almost feel okay with the bad guy? No. More like she's awful... Or is there awful, like everyone's shit? Like, more, more like she's awful to her daughter like she's a right. bad mom so when the daughter is acting out and saying all this shit you're like well she's got yeah. kind of got a point actually mm-hmm. you know and then uh and then she's just more of a gray character where you know yeah she's uh well, no, she's, she's a good just, person but then she makes bad decisions she's like so she has to live with those she's dealing with the aftermath of one awful decision and she makes yeah <laughs> like many of us are yeah. nurse like, jackie? Like, like most people are like like nurse jackie, well, nurse jackie. well yeah because like nurse jackie or even with uh um, Orange is the New Black, you know, mm-hmm. like the main character, like their shittiness, mm-hmm. you know, obviously propels the story. Right. But everything that's happening around their shittiness then becomes beautiful. Is it like that or sort is of, it more yeah, isolated? It's, yeah, because it is like she, like Drew said, she's she's made a bad decision. Not necessarily a shitty person, but she did make a shitty decision that then uh, change everything around her and so she had to then you have to navigate the new world and then it then to jump forward yeah. to the older version yeah, of her 20 which, years later 20 years later looking much worse for the wear uh, what that decision has done to her and all that stuff so it's and then it's the two stories playing side by side uh, and then the whole time I'm watching this movie about the two stories as they play the older one the younger one I'm thinking I would prefer a linear version just tell me the story that happened first 
and then give me the older version, right, Drew? Mm-hmm. But then the movie does this sort of little narrative thing, like uh, voila, <laughs> where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, like I understand why now, now, now it the makes structure, sense. yes, yeah. So it has kind of an odd structure that makes more sense was it, as the movie wraps. Up. I, 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 I'm, again, you were the expert, but like, was it kind of blowish? Like, with like, w- would you have preferred something more where it's like it's at the end, but they're telling it through and it's linear, like more like that approach? No, because that wouldn't have worked for. What the movie? What oh, because it was two people. Do, because right, it's okay. two stories. But then what the movie does with this little narrative sort of trick uh, could have only have worked in in this manner. The way it kind of obfuscates the timeline. Okay. Uh, so a more linear approach would not have worked. No. Okay, no. So unfortunately, yeah. But it, that's good. I like it. But I think it's the type of thing where it's uh, you know people are gonna find it on home at home on streaming services. Yeah, it's it's kind of little art house film. The fact that it even played. At the theater it played at was kind of weird. Yeah, because we went and saw the AMC Altamont Mall was uh, the random theater that was playing at Did you do the popcorn? No, no never. 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 No. Okay. Don't eat that popcorn. What are you doing? They're just sticking their hands in there and, you know, it's disgusting. Plus, they charge you, what, 30 How much is that, $32 for a bucket now? Yes. I haven't paid attention to the prices in forever. I stopped eating theater food so long ago. Oh, wow. So long ago. Well, yeah. I mean, Empty calories, first of all. Fair enough. Yeah, not. I mean, if the, just like, sneak in your Taco Bell. I bring in my salad. We're good to go. Nice. Uh, all right. He's got his juiced kale. Yeah, I bring my juiced kale with me. I, uh, a lot of uh, carrots in there. It's very t- disgusting. Uh, Alito Colon, colon Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. We saw this adaptation of the Japanese manga from uh, the early nineties. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, it's from like nineteen ninety, I think. Actually, is when it started the the manga series. Oh yes, yes. I'm now see the font. I'm just file nineteen nineties. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm here. So you mentioned Blade Runner in terms of Alita. Ish. The the design of the city, the way kind of. you know the world itself. Is it AI ish too, or more gritty? Well, because you remember AI. actually, yeah, I do remember AI. No, AI is much more techno. It's uh, because it's set in the year. Okay, no, I have a bunch of issues with the design. You want you want to nail down the design? <laughs> you want to give it a one to one to another movie? That's not possible. No, okay, um, it draws because, from everything. It draws from everything. So okay. this, the city is like a brown, sandy version of LA Blade Runner. Yeah. Everything is being stacked on top of each other and retrofitted, yeah. but it's also all brown for some reason. Nice. Um, and Rusty. then there's a city above them that's like Elysium, yeah. where all the rich nice. people live. Okay. We, we never see the inside of Elysium. No. That's by design. That's for future movies, which will may never, never get. probably never happen. Because um, even though, can you look up? Uh, it is the number one movie at the box office for twenty-seven the million. Twenty-seven million for the three days. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, well, for the for the full five-day. Because it came out on Wednesday. Wednesday, it's 36. So was there a cult following that was creaming for this? Or did everyone yes, kind of Yes, because this movie it? has been in development since the 90s when James Cameron wanted to make it. So yes, there has been a oh, small... Oh, wow. There's been so a small what contingent. happened there? Uh, I don't he decided, to, he the decided to make Avatar instead. Oh, wow. So that's why this movie is produced wow. by him. And then Robert Rodriguez is the director. Now, here's a big issue I have. The movie's set in the year 25... Something. 30. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. 300 years after, after the, fall. the fall, which is the war. But we have to call the war the fall. Mm-hmm. I was like, guys, pick a name. And well, yeah. uh, so Just, it's a super future. Well, we have to call them Erms, Chris. Erms, the United Republic of the Martians. Uh, it's super future. There's been a Martian, Earth war, all this crazy technology. Everyone is dressed like it's uh, a Gap ad from 2007. Wait, like Book of Eli type Oh, no, even further. Because that's... 
No, I mean not. Or really. beyond Book of Eli. No, drab. It's, you mean the clothing? No, yeah. it's not clothing's not drab at all. They're wearing no. graphic tees and hoodies. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're dressed like if you go to to, to the Fashion Square Mall right now, now and you walk around. It's okay. Like, it makes no sense. It's the year twenty five hundred. How come everyone's dressed like they walk down to Goodwill and just like graded the clothing and didn't even bother to dusty it up? You ask if it was gritty. No. It's not oh great. Yeah. Everything's surprisingly clean. clean. <laughs> for for being as dirty as the city is, the people are clean. It's a dirty brown city. Everyone is clean in their fresh tees and yep. hoodies. Oh, gross. It's so weird. The clothing choices are so fucking strange in this movie because it's so pedestrian and like unimaginative and not forward thinking at all. Like they could have even given them retro clothing, have them dress yeah. like it's the 1970s. That would have been right. better, and that would have been better. Because okay, yeah, sure. In the future, it's gotten to a point where they they pulled from old designs. Like no, no, they 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 dress think, like uh, they just went to the Gap. Do you think it was like they were all having a meeting and they're like, "What do you think the young folks like? Have them dress like Mills, you know?" I, yeah, like, I don't know, man. It's God, no, I don't know. You said like Blade Runner. I wish they would have had like Blade Runner type designs. The, the God, stuff they wore old. in Blade Runner twenty forty nine was way cooler, was wild looking. You know, e- even the even, Fifth Element. I was about to say, even though fucking Harrison Ford was in a gray t shirt like he always is now, because that's what he does now. He just yeah. wears a gray t shirt and jeans no matter what. So he's like, doing. if I, he makes another Indiana Jones, he can wore gray t shirt. Can we say ideal fashion situation? Mm-hmm. So so the the capital in. Uh, Hunger Games, yeah, mixed with Book of Eli. Well, yeah, that would, would be my ideal fashion. That's sense. what you would think. You would think the people up north would be dressed like the people in the capital. Uh, what's the Aunt Panem, whatever? Yeah, and then uh, and then like and then down below would be really fucked up and gritty, uh, Judge Dredd style. But no, it doesn't seem that bad actually. Yeah. Down below, it really seemed okay. So the or the whole movie. Alita, she is found in a junkyard, her human head inside, a human brain, human brain inside, inside a cyborg, cyborg body. She gets rebuilt by this doctor with a new, with a new body. Who so knows she who she is? Like, I'm yeah. a little girl in, like, Battle Mech 3000. That's the thing. It, it, uh, Basically. Uh, it, it builds up to her. It literally builds up to her being the battle angel at the very end. And then it's like, now come back for the next movie, which is a bunch of bullshit. It's never going to happen. There are things about this movie I like. They did make some interesting choices. I like the whole... Um, actually, you would like this whole bit about how... So there's really no government... Yeah. Uh, so everyone is uh, they kind of do what they want they kind of do what they want but everything's being run by the factory yeah. and the factory they hire hunter killers to go out there and like enforce crime so there's a bunch of bounty hunters running so around so just like Ancapistan meets dystopia okay yeah sort of it's sort of touched on I actually yeah how, how, does, how do things happen in that world motorball yeah, like, like, it's what, all about what? motorball yeah. It's all, okay. It's so all there were aliens. Yep. Wait. Okay. So no, no just, aliens. Yes. No. Wait, wait. No. Yeah, there Martians, was a great. Well, but yeah, no, but there was a aliens. great fall where aliens attacked us, and then everything blew up. Like what fucked it all up? Well, the the humans go to Mars, okay. establish republics, the okay. United Republic of Mars. Then there's a dispute they, between Mars and well, that, Earth because Mars becomes more technology advanced than Earth did. Okay. And, then, and then they come back to fuck Earth up. Uh, well, like what was the conflict? Like no, why bother? We, we don't get that. You don't get that. Oh, that, that's all that, that sucks. All the best stuff is either in flashback or hints that coming out in future movies. But like it would be kind of nice, a little dash of social commentary well, as he, to what happened. Well, then he needs to 
either read or watch The Expanse, because that's what that's about. Mm. And okay. The, the Expanse is all about how there's people on Earth, there's people on Mars, and then there's people in the asteroid belt. The people in the asteroid belt are the belters, and they're the ones doing all the hard work to get the resources, but the people on Earth reap the most benefits from those resources. So that's why it's all building up to a big war between uh, Earth and Mars, and where the belters floats and all that. You would love all that shit. I'm, um, I'm, it's on Sci-Fi Channel. It's My Game God. of Thrones in space. It's Game of Thrones in space, but it's not nowhere near as good. I'm, I'm, no. I'm giddy. But it's good. Like, it's good. The Expanse. That's what that's all about. And that's uh, a series, a manga. It's, it's a book series that got turned into a TV show that I believe got canceled after the th- recent third season. Correct. And the third season is the war between Earth and Mars. So this movie kind of picks up like 300 years later. Sort of. Something like that. Sort of. Anyway. The best parts of the movie are the flashbacks, the hints at the bigger world, mm-hmm. the thing, the the hints at what's happening in the in the next movie. I want to see the battle on the moon, Chris. The battle on the moon looked awesome. That transition, the three D in this movie is incredible. Three D is amazing, and I'll tell you the what, movie looks amazing. The, wait, wait that, so there's that, a that, moon battle in three D. Yes, that, for like oh a, like five ten seconds. That that uh, ten seconds of underwater three D test footage that he did, which yes. is the entire reason why he made this movie, it looks amazing. I Chris. think so. There's uh, a sequence in the movie where Alita has to go walk underwater to get somewhere. And because uh, you know she's a cyborg, yeah. and um, it's we watch it in 3D, so it's underwater motion capture 3D camera work. That's what Cameron has been working on for Avatar. Though. That's why it's taking so long. Avatar two and three will be like all underwater photography, and in uh, Alita, it looked amazing. Yeah, it, it did. Looked really, the, the, text, the way her hair, and the, the texture, like and I the, said, the, the physicality. The ten seconds of test footage from Avatar it's we pretty, got. It's pretty much Avatar test. So <laughs> if, if you don't mind me, like rewinding, so there's a ten second battle scene that's just completely mind-blowing it's it's amazing because yeah. for 10 uh, seconds they because just the character the character has amnesia and then she has like a quick flashback of something happening that reminds her and of who she, she was she's on the moon just beating the piss out of people it's a moon battle it's like like lasers and shit but the transition in 3d oh. like the camera goes into her eye cuts the black and then it fades into like white and then it's a foot Hitting like a sandy ground, and yeah. then the way it pans back, it's, oh. a, it's a battle. And they're like, "You're like, are they on the moon?" And she's <laughs> going on, she's like jumping, and it's really fast. Yeah. And then it cuts back. But you to see the it story. through her vision. Uh, no, not through her no. vision. It just cuts to her eye, and then it's like her memory. And oh, then, and then nice. You, and then you okay. see her. Uh, but so it's like a memory of this battle, and it looked incredible. So, and then Drew's right. yeah. like, "Can I, I YouTube see. this?" Not yet. Not yet. I'm not sure yet. eventually. In about give it a couple weeks. Uh, the window is about three months. Give it about three months when it hits DVD. Then and then someone's going to slam see the that best on scenes. YouTube. Yeah, the best okay. scenes of Alita will be, and you'll be like, look at the, the moon battle. Oh uh, there's a few moments like that, the flashback scenes and stuff that hints at the, the bigger history. And that's the thing. I feel like there's just so and, and, much history and in this movie. Edward Norton smiling at the and end. And Edward Norton smiling at the very end. I feel like there's so much history, there's so much buildup that this would have been a thing that unfortunately would have worked better as a series. Oh, mini- on or, HBO. Or, or a longer Showtime. movie. A three-hour movie would I have mean, done it. Maybe but how long is it? Two hours? Like I said, I I think this was definitely I more short. more series material where you can build these characters and these plots up to where they're supposed to be built. Yeah, but and what I'm saying is, you can need. either take the time in a series to really do that, or you can find a way to do it in a two and a half to three hour film. Because what is? It's only a two hour movie, right? It's not that long. No, it's just over two. It's just over two hours. So there were things happening in this movie. I felt like, oh, this is happening too fast. Yeah. Uh, like all of a sudden she's in love with this dude. Out of all, nowhere. All of a sudden, uh, like this is happening and that's happening. The plot was just going at such a clip. And then it gets to the end of the movie. And at the end, you feel like, oh, we finally get to the point that we've been waiting for. 
And then they're like, credits to be continued, <laughs> essentially. We're just like, oh, this is a bummer. I, yeah. I do not like this serialized ending. Um, movie costs $170 million to make. Yeah. For it to, for it to break even worldwide, it's going to have to make over $500 million based did on... It? Uh, well, well, it just came out. So. Right now, it's just under two hundred. It, it made $94 million foreign. Foreign, so it, it just came out. We gotta so give it a couple months. Worldwide. So it's gonna have to be a massive hit in China and Japan and other markets for it to make up for the lack of interest here in America. To see if we ever get these sequels. But but if, if I mean you obviously have an expertise on this, but if we reject it and then the rest of the world thinks it's cool, don't we go back and think it's cool after it's run its international course? We don't necessarily go back and think it's cool, but, but the, uh, the, purse, another one. the purse string holders yeah. will open up their pocketbooks. Yeah. Well, they will get off their wallets for a Pacific Rim 2 or a... Uh, what, what's another one? Uh, Did Guillermo recently? do that? No. He produced it, but he didn't direct it. Okay, because he wanted sorry. to do other stuff. But it only got made because it made money in China. Yeah. That's the only reason it got made. Uh, Bumblebee yeah. made a ton of money international, so Venom. that's why we're getting a Bumblebee sequel. Who Venom, produced that? Um, Bumblebee is Hasbro. Universal. Hasbro. Okay. <laughs> Venom is uh, Fox. Yeah. And, uh, no, Sony. Sony, yeah, because Spider-Man stuff. And that made uh, almost all of its money international, yep. but a ton of it. So that's why we're getting Venom, Venom too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did Venom flop here? It, it, it didn't flop. It didn't do it, great. It didn't do great here. It didn't. No. It wasn't an outright flop, but it didn't do great. Uh, did it? Did it at it, least it pay up. for all the lights and makeup? Like, oh, it, based on international, it's more. Everyone got rich oh, off that. Yeah. Okay, uh, so everyone got stupid rich. Everyone off got that. rich off Venom. Okay. Venom domestic two thirteen foreign six forty one. Oh my god. I knew it was over 800, but that's, that's 855. But that two to six split is yeah. crazy. So, yeah. 75%. So, Alita has that opportunity here. Here, okay. it may make $100 million tops here in America. Um, <laughs> in, America. in America. But if it can make 400 international, it could just break even. Uh, give them the impetus to find a way to continue telling these stories. Now, Drew, do you want them to continue telling these stories? Do you want a battle angel? No. No, you're not do impressed. I, do I think it's necessary? No. Were you impressed at all not. by this movie outside of the technical aspects? Outside, outside of the tech, no. Outside of the technical aspects, action no. scenes. What do you think of the action? Action scenes were well enough, but once again, that has to do with just, the fact that they just, were filmed in native 3D. Just well enough. That's and, all. And yeah, I mean, they were just good mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I mean, I can get the same action from one of the Fast and Furious movies. That's true. You could with less uh, roller skating. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a movie that's fe- heavily featured roller skating that's been generally great? Uh, rollerball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. Concept- I no, but I didn't. I didn't mean that. Like, I think literally. that is the best one. I think that's the best example. Motorball. <laughs> Motorball I mean, is, a, a, is a rollerball yeah. ripoff. A, uh, a I feel like Rollerball the original. With James Not Kong. that new bullshit. No. Not that new bullshit Not with that LL Cool J. That Good original God. conceptually with the corporate wars and all that yes. stuff. It's like a great movie. Uh, uh, because it was like we no theory. longer we no longer kill each other. They just kill they each other. They do the kill for our, our gladiators are now the Yeah, is now powers. the war. Um, and that is our war now. Uh, I prefer, of that version of that story though, as much as I like James Conn, I prefer robot jocks. You ever see that one? No. Enlighten me. Late eighties, very low oh, budget. Yes. Very low budget. Late eighties. Uh like same 87? concept. 80, 80, yes, right oh, about there. Oh, delicious. It's called Robot Jocks J O X, and it's about how the corporate wars at this point are down to um actually is it corporate wars or countries? Con- the countries are still in charge. 
but instead of war, war's been outlawed. Okay. And they have giant robots, huge, like five hundred foot tall Pacific robots. Rim type. Yeah, Pacific like Rim type. Like yes, like mechs that are pilot piloted. In it's, each yeah, they're, country. they're international. The countries and they're international countries, and they battle each other. So it's like Mobile Suit Gundam. It's Gundam. Now, but, is it a single pilot or is it it's a... a single pilot? Okay, uh, and and then it's a super super low <laughs> budget, so it's like models of these like little, oh of course it's like toys of robots yeah. that battle each other. Their fists shoot out with rockets and punch each other. I'm loving uh, it. And then I'm at, so here for at it. At one point, uh, of course, there's spectators. So at oh, yeah. one point, a robot gets knocked over and falls into the stands. Oh no! And it's a huge tragedy. Oh, it's so much fun. It's great, wow. great, great movie. Great movie. Robot jocks. Stuart Gordon. Director of uh, Reanimator, okay, movies like that. So it's his sci-fi movie. He's a horror, uh, low-budget horror director, but he's a sci-fi. Movie. He also did a movie called Stuck, which is about a homeless guy who gets hit by a car. Yes, and then he gets his head stuck in the windshield. Yes, and the people drive him home. and, yeah. they, they, and, and then, leave him in the garage. And then he's alive. Yeah, but he's still and, alive. And he, and in he the exacts revenge. Does he exact revenge at the end? Does he get out? I can't remember the ending. He kills them. It's pretty gruesome. How he's <laughs> he like, kills them all. So he's stuck head first <laughs> in his windshield. And as he tries to get out, like glass is getting deeper into him, and he's like, "Oh, it's it's." Woof, woof, and then woof, at the woof, end, woof, he kills woof. everyone. Yeah, he kills them both. According to John, I can't remember. Yeah, the ending, yeah he kills them. Yeah, it's Stephen. Well, Rhea well, well the reason the, why uh, is because they keep trying to cover it up. Like they they say they're gonna help him, but then they're like, "Oh my god, you yeah." Know, the cops are they gonna don't come and this that the other. They're debating what to do. So they try they. They think he's dead. They try to kill him again. He ends up killing them. I'm pretty sure in self defense for oh, self preservation. Sure, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. The whole thing is self defense for yeah. a poor guy. Uh, based on a true story, yeah. really happened. Some lady really hit a hit a guy, hit a homeless guy, got the head stuck in the windshield, and then left him there. Um, Did they kill everyone in the end? For real? Yeah. Who knows? No, I don't think so. I think the guy died. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I think for real the guy died. It was that's very, so much more it's tragic. A very, it's a very sad. Very sad it's just story. like like I'm, I'm I'm like so much more comfortable with like the shards and the killing the people than mm-hmm. I am. Oh, just dying. That seems so yeah, much more exactly. sad. That's all. Really, it was just a noble death. So, Battle Angel Alita. You know, technically it looked cool. There's without getting into details, I uh, had problems with the story really just being too fast. <laughs> And then not having a solid ending. not Didn't have an ending I could hang my head on, you know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Couldn't hang my head on that one. It yeah. was falling off at the ground. Speaking of uh, hanging your hat, uh, the ending of Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like you, you, you come to with, the end and it's with, like... With the, with the frogs and yeah. everything? Yeah, it's just like that. And that is your last and, 60 seconds. Yeah, and the fro- it rains on all of us. Uh, yes. That's the, that's, the whole, Indeed. that's the whole thing. We all got to deal with the, the smell of the frogs. Um... Drew, would you recommend people see this movie in any way, shape, or form? In 3D, in theaters, at home, on their phones, on Netflix? I mean, if you're interested in the technical aspects, I would recommend seeing it in theaters, in 3D. Uh, If you don't care about the technical aspects, uh, I wouldn't recommend watching the movie at all. Okay, Okay, there we go. I would say, if you're into seeing movies in a theater, see it in 3D, it's worth it. If you don't really care about the movie theater experience... I would say it's still worth watching at home, just because some things about it are good. I like the some of the characters. I like some of the action. I like you know, I like the weird some of the weird details, Drew. Like how well, when they show up to the the factory, yeah, to, to sometimes be a hunter killer, mm-hmm. and then the, that little robot head pops up. I wanted a lot more of that. I weirdness. mean, yeah, or dude getting his face. Fucking yeah, my but, face. Yeah, exactly. But then what? Now I have to wait for the next movie to see what ends up happening with that guy, right? Bullshit. That that storyline should have been wrapped up in this movie. He's the transporter, Chris. 
Oh yeah, that's right. He's the new transporter. He is the new transporter. I knew it. Slash that stupid face. Slash the bad guy in Deadpool. In Deadpool, that guy. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Him. That guy. That guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that English fuckwad. Him. That guy. That English fuckwad. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so there we go. Alita not getting rave reviews from us, unfortunately. After all these years in development, hundred seventy million dollar budget, native three D. When it all comes down to it, it's just a little over two hours of. Meh. Eh. Eh. How disappointing! Isn't that disappointing? It's the worst. That, that is terribly. I would rather like hate it. You yeah. know, yeah. I'd rather be like, "Oh, this movie sucks," than just be like, eh. "At least you could feel something <sighs> for yeah. it." Yeah, yeah. I'm so ambivalent. Yes, I need to cut myself I, I, while I need, watching I need movies to so feel I can make sure something. I feel. Yeah, yeah per- absolutely. That's precisely correct. Um, okay, well, let's let's break it down out uh, of more recent stuff. Uh, I'll jump to you, Drew. What, you watching anything this week? Have you watched anything in video games? Uh, I mean, still, any books? still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I uh, still on the, the Greek Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I killed the Minotaur recently. Oh, how did that work out for you? It worked out very well. Yeah, it was you pretty get any easy. Rewards for anything? I mean, I'm sure some sort of bullshit or something, whatever, some digital nonsense. You, you killed a killed the Minotaur. You killed the Minotaur, and then the Cyclops killed me. Oh last, no! Last night, last. I, I, I got to try to beat him. So you got to go back in eventually. and fight that Cyclops. Yeah, you know? yeah. Cyclops kind of rough. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting monsters now. Fighting monsters. Yeah. Uh, mythical monsters. Mythical monsters. I yes. like it from from Greek mythology. Good stuff. Uh, Ryan, you watching anything lately? What do you What you been getting down with? How do you relax these days? I I hate doing that. You get relaxed? Yeah. You gotta like relax, that's, that's, buddy. You gotta that, chill. That, that just sounds so you got, terrible. You gotta listen to some music. Oh, I you do. Gotta, well, you gotta no, decompress. I mean, like, I mean, like, define, like, it's just uh, one of the observations someone made with hashtag no days off, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like... You gotta, it's, you gotta take a day off. You gotta self-care. Okay, well, but, like, it's important. On, on, on the way to you gotta work... Gotta get a massage. Like, no, that that <laughs> needs to happen. No, like, dear God, my limbidimus is all messed up. Um, but I, I mean, I listen. Sciatic. Yes, so you get it. So I, I mean, I listen to chill step on the way to work, okay. you know, and all that. But as far as things that I'm consuming on more of a uh, visual and uh, uh, auditory mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. But uh, obviously, you know who Oliver Stone is. Yes, or did I've heard did, of him. Yes, you're like I've heard of the lad. Uh, so you, uh, the untold history of the United States. Oh yes, yes, phenomenal series. It's a series, but but there's also from you'd appreciate this mm-hmm. on a on a cinematic level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I, obviously he produces it, and it's it's his creation. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's an Oliver Stone creation. That's cool, but. From the intro and the way the story is told and the seamless move of all of the different historical footage, mm. it is, each episode is delicious. <laughs> nice. Delicious is yes. the way you would describe it. Like a yeah. fine, fine cut of meat. Well, because like one of... One delicious, of, not aggravating. Is that how you would describe it? Well, it was aggravating to some people. Oh, so uh, delicious, so, nay, aggravating? I'm trying so, to work the yeah. nay into this somehow. Well, I, you're, you're you're doing it flawlessly. <laughs> so Oliver Stone, they um they said that he painted a bit of a pretty picture of the Soviet Union and Stalin. Okay, and like yeah, I I don't mean to derail the show, but right or wrong, good or bad, mm-hmm. had Frederick Engels and Karl Marx not sat down and made a book. There would not be something more powerful than Nazis mm-hmm. to do the heavy lifting to defeat them in World War II. Okay, moving on from that. The slight acknowledgement that myself and anyone who looks at history, but how this documentary goes, 
a, a lot of very pro, uh, say, Western uh, patriotic individuals felt it was propaganda. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things that it not only points out is that the Allies did a tremendous amount of tactical and purposeful bombing, not only on civilians, mm-hmm. but their historic sites. During what, World War II? Two. But, 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 but it's, it's yeah, the yeah. secret history of the United States. Yeah, yeah. So it goes through all the dirt. Mm-hmm. And you know all, all the stuff you got to do the free right and it's just act filings for, to get for me it's the like, redacted papers yeah I mean like I'm not I, I I can't do a proper curl I'm I'm really I don't know how to do a proper pull up you know mm-hmm. like that's that's not like my thing you know doing push ups right but it's yeah but like for for me like uh, my hanging upside down crunches is keeping your mind sharp with all of this stuff. So for me, that's both relaxing and something that I have a great deal of passion for. So if I'm sitting there designing Mm -hmm. and doing promos or sending off emails and doing stuff for the the movement Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. DNA and all that, and then that's just playing, is if I'm waiting for a big file to save, I can just turn around and visually and also auditorily consume, you know, this... From, from, from Oliver Stone uh, himself, right? Uh, so I mean, crazy say, how he, he gets uh, Oliver Stone Netflix series. Of course, he would be like, "Oh, this yeah. is this is what I'm going to do." <laughs> yeah, and it's I like tell these stories. Yeah, so I mean, on the one hand, it's it's been held with some negative criticism that it Every, uh, everything he does has its uh, right. People, yeah. So like, I'm not sitting here apologizing for him or saying one way or another, but I I'm saying as far as media to consume, it's it's literally. A, a BLT with the finest ingredients. No, that's what we're yeah. looking for. Delicious. Yeah. And appetizing, but it's, yeah. it's the end with the ex, with the apostrophe, Drew. You know oh, and, and, and the chips the that a, they... You got the D. The, the, the chips that they make there, you know. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, the like, house chips? Yeah, the, the house chips. You know what? If I'm going to eat some uh, potato chips, I want them to be fried in house. I want, and also, want them to be just a little uh, some of that grease on them, you know? I yeah, make sure that, that that's fresh. what makes it a house that's chip. What, that's what makes that's it, what makes it a, yeah. When, so, they're, when they're old chips, they dump them for you and they're dry, I'm like, come on. Yeah, give you old house chips, you motherfuckers. Day old, bro. Day old house chips. No, you, you can let them sit no. for ten minutes and they're still good. Yeah, that's damn, a good house chip. That is damn good. That is a damn good chip. I also like when they're uh, unevenly cooked and uh, some of them are still like kind of uh, sloppy. Yes, we we literally are extra crispy because they're smaller. We would have a Uneven mutual house chip experience together. <laughs> we'll like, awesome. We're, we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to go on a house chip uh, uh, quest. Yeah. <laughs> ready for house chip questager? Uh, is this before or after Taco it'll Bell? Be, it'll be simultaneous with the uh, chicken Lillian. tender uh, ta- journey. Ta- ta- oh, my God. Do you guys, do you guys have like, a, like a pilgrimage? Well, we're on the Burger Odyssey Right now, now. we're on the Burger Odyssey. How is that, that going? It's going long. It's, it's going five years strong. Yeah, five years strong. Who's my, winning? My heart's so, uh, my heart. Well, I mean, your I'm heart's, sure heart's losing. Winning. You know, currently my heart's winning. Oh, okay, yeah. That's why I end up in the in the hospitals when all oh, the burgers won. <laughs> well, I mean, and then and, and, and then ta- ones with us going to the Heart Attack Grill in Vegas, and, and then Taco Iliad, and then I guess, chicken, chicken tender, tender journey. journey. Wait, do you have a pilgrimage to chicken tenders to to find the best chicken tenders nah. in town? Yeah. What have you have you started this journey? No. Nah. We're still on the burger odyssey. We're still on the burger odyssey. You know, it's going to be amazing. We got to get home from that first. We're just like, and in the end, Publix, you know, like, in in the end, Publix wins. I don't know. I'm all about that uh, Longhorn Steakhouse chicken tenders. I don't want to blow our load. Really? Oh, my God. Surprisingly, they brine. It's all about the brine. Um, Untold history of the United States to go with Assassin's Creed Greek style. 
uh, you get all that. Does, does it come with the Tzatziki? Yes, it does. Yep. It, it comes does. with yep. Tzatziki. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> keep, yep. with, keep with the food theme, you know. You got the delicious BLT of untold stories. You got the Tzatziki sauce on top of your assassin. A cream. lamb recipe. <laughs> like... Delicious. Uh, uh, thanks for mutton. That's a lamb's curry. I haven't really watched anything. I've been trying to watch some stuff this week outside of Destroyer and all that, but I've been listening to a lot of music. I've been listening to, I may have mentioned this guy before, John. Grant mm-hmm. is this guy who was in this band called the Czars that apparently didn't go nowhere. They were in Colorado. Uh, so after that band broke up, he went solo and he's put out five albums since then. The Czars is like this sort of middle America country weird like alt rock kind of thing. But his solo stuff is like that. But we're going to take out the country and replace it with like moody electronic weirdness. Mm-hmm. And each album he does gets weirder and weirder. Uh, this is from his previous album. What's it called? Gray Tickles. Oh Black, my! Black Pressure. This name wow. of the album. I'm uh, I'm already here for it. It's it's strange. I'm gonna yeah. Play, just listen to this. This is one of the more one of his more upbeat songs. The uh, the lyrics are pretty good. Like it's a lot of sardonic, dark lyrics, but humorous lyrics and uh, a lot of stuff about relationships and and, and getting it's, picked up. It's kind of Brad Sucksy. I don't Brad Brad Sucksy. Well, uh, the, the Podfather Etchy. Yes, he introduced me to this uh, this one uh, artist. His name's Brad Sucks. Okay, and it's it's very uh, reminiscent of. Uh, his style, like, like this song is. Yeah. Now this song is uh, kind of a a departure. It is almost a bit of a departure. Let me play it from his most recent album. The song is called "Smug Cunt." Oh, you're a smug. Okay, cunt. So you're you're a smug cunt. Listen to the lyrics. It actually describes exactly what he was talking about. He wrote the song about Putin. Oh, nice. But he says it also applies to Don- Donald Trump. Okay, fair enough. He's uh, currently living in Iceland. You, also, universal guy. disdain for our overlords. Pretty much, yeah. Well, he, the, he is a homosexual individual, this guy, so a lot less love. Is the him. performer also gay? That's what I'm saying, yeah. The, yeah oh, nice. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Style is more emblematic of what he does uh, of all this music. Like, if I had to, like, save a bunch of files, like, I'd be bumping this. Yeah, you could. Oh, my God. La- last few days, I've been listening to this a lot. So, yeah, uh, this is wonderful. Lot, 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 Thank last... you for introducing me to yeah. it. It's... His, name, his name is John Grant. I am loving it. This album that came out last year is called Love is Magic, and the one that came out before that, Great Tickles Black Pressure. 
True, you'll like it a lot too. Yeah. I think it was a really it's pretty good. Song. I've been so I'm gonna go backwards and listen to it's five albums. I'm gonna go back and listen to them all. This first one, Queen of Denmark, is from like four or five years ago. So as you go back, it gets less electronic, less uh, wah, 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 that kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm pro wah. I'm, I'm totally into the wah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I love that. I love that stuff. I'm totally into it. Uh, you know, it's cool how uh, all the these days it is a lot about um, uh, uh, what. Uh, like wave uh, EDM a chill wave it's all chill wave oh chill now. step yeah chill step chill wave it's all this like 80s uh, synthesizer infused but like but, new order but trippy yeah, so we, yeah we really want to be John Carpenter but aren't anywhere nearly as talented we're not as talented but we have more bass in our music which I'm kind of fine with they replace the yeah. time with the bass and I'm into that kind of stuff you know so it's all there now and it's a lot of fun a lot of survive type stuff and I'm into it I'm, I'm into where music is going these days. Ellie and Bass Nectar, that song Lights. I was bumping that the whole way over I'm here. On, I like the Bass Nectar. Bass Nectar's been around for a long time. Bass Nectar has been, Bump, yeah, a yeah, minute. A long time a now. A minute. LA, I think, was that where he's at? Uh, I accidentally got on some Bass Nectar uh, emailing list, and oh man, now I get all the emails. I'm like, leave me alone. I I'll, I'll listen to your EDM later. Uh, you know what? I think, uh, oh. Go to our Patreon. That's, I forgot that part. I wrote it down here. Patreon. No wonder we don't have anything. That's why. No wonder we don't have any patrons. It's, it's your fault, Chris. Because it's at the very end of the episode. It's your if you're Nobody st- ever listens to the end of the if episode. If you're still listening, that means you want more Crespediso in your life. So go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Crespediso. And sign up and give us some monies. And patronize us. And patronize us. Drusa Cogburn. I think that's the end of the show. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'd rather not. Look at me. I'd rather not. I appreciate you now. <laughs> he refuses to look at me, right? It's sad. It's because you're asking me to. Look at me in the eyes. No. Oh. Look at me, Drew. Look at me. Look at me. I appreciate you no. for who you are. You. If I look at you, then I give you the power. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Give me the power, no. Drew. Look at me in the eyeballs. Nope. Eyeball to eyeball, I want to appreciate your face. Not gonna do it. <laughs> look at me. You're gonna turn me to stone if I look in your eyes. You're, like, you're like Medusa. Look at me. <laughs> I think you might have COPD. Oh, that's possible. You might want to check that out. I re- my, my chest hasn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Drew, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for joining us, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Everyone listen to What's the Fuss as well as DNA and uh, check out the Facebook group if you want to screw up your newsfeed, apparently. Yeah. Oh, if you just want to ruin your notifications. That's a weird that's a weird way to pitch it, but I appreciate it. It's truthful. Uh thank you everyone for downloading and listening. We will be back next week with we do I know we do who's our huh? We have a guest. Not, not according to the board. I didn't write it down, dude. According to the board, we have no guest. According to the board, oh my goodness, we don't have a guest. We might not have a guest. We'll see. Hooray! Maybe for, you know what? Next week, probably. You know what we'll do next week? It's a return of Steve Etchie. He's finally back. He, Yo, he, Podfather he, is back tomorrow or today? I think today. But he's coming from China, so he's going to need a nap. That's what I'm saying. Well, so and, that's and he why. He has to regale us with his stories of the ancient Orient. Yo, we're, did, we're you, did you get any calls from him? I, I, I talked to him while he was there. Uh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm sure. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, he's a ridiculous person. 
Imagine Steve Etchie in China. I know, exactly. My God. He was like, there. I saw pictures. I still couldn't imagine. I want to know what he ate. I was like, are you in Animal Kingdom? Are you sure you're actually there? Because I feel like uh, this is a trick, an elaborate ruse. It is. I guess we'll find out when we talk to him next week. That's what we'll do. Cool. All right, there we go. All right, peace out. PFT Media Production.